Welcome back, everybody, to a new episode of Beyond the Dome. I am John Dodaro, and today, it's just me today, nobody else with me. Carlin is at a Penguin game on the day I'm recording this. I'm recording this on a Wednesday. This is dropping Thursday, so happy Thursday to everybody listening on Thursday. And something big happened on Wednesday, on February 14th. Something big happened. It was Valentine's Day. It was a holiday. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody. But something else happened. And this happened out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, might I say. So everybody's just celebrating Valentine's Day. I'm on social media and I'm looking through all the Valentine's Day pictures. And all of a sudden, Marvel Studios posts a picture saying Happy Valentine's Day. But then when you really look at the picture... It's the Fantastic Four. The four of them. The new actors. And it has been confirmed. The four actors for the new Fantastic Four movie have been confirmed. We have been speculating for almost years at this point for who would be the cast for Fantastic Four. At points, it looked like Adam Driver could have been the lead. Then that changed. It looked like other people could be the lead. But we got an answer on Valentine's Day. So I'm going to break it down for you all. And I'm going to give you all my thoughts on the movie. So might not be too long of an episode since it's just me. But we're going to break it down completely. So the first name confirmed and probably the biggest name confirmed. Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, will be played by Pedro Pascal. And... He has been in a lot of things lately, so if for some reason you don't know him, I will tell you what things he has been on. So, some of his biggest things he was on, uh, I wouldn't say Wonder Woman 1984 was one of his biggest things, but The Mandalorian he has played in all three seasons. He played Jewel in The Last of Us that that got nominated for an Emmy Award, so that was probably one of his biggest things. Probably that role and his Mandalorian role were probably his two biggest roles, I would say. He's been in a lot of things, like I said, uh, Wonder Woman as well. Some other recent things, uh, he's going to be in Gladiator 2 as well. Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, that was a great movie. Highly recommend it. Uh, not too many others, though, in terms of movies, TV, um. The Last of Us was probably a big thing. And Book of Boba Fett and The Mandalorian. And Narcos as well. So, he's a well-known actor. Now, a lot of people were wondering, even Carlin too, he didn't care as much for this. First off, I love it. He's a big actor. He's one of my favorite actors right now. A lot of people wondering though, does he fit the role of Reed Richards? Does he look like the part? Now, in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, we got John Krasinski. Uh, big fan casting right there. And he played Mr. Fantastic in the Doctor Strange movie. He obviously did not come back. Here's my thing. I don't care if somebody doesn't look like the part. I like different takes on characters. I love different takes. If we just did the same take of a character every single time, what's the difference? Why don't we just keep the same actor from the before if we're just going to do the same story? And if he's just going to act the same way, why don't we just keep the same actor or just get a legit carbon copy of him? Like, 
I like different takes of different characters. You look at Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire. Very classic take of Spider-Man. Him in high school. Him struggling to pay the bills. He's a reporter for the or a photographer for the Daily Planet. Or Bugle. Oh my goodness. I'm thinking Superman now. But very classic take. Then you get Andrew Garfield. A lot more serious. He doesn't really look like he could get bullied like that. But it's kind of like a different take on the character. And I like that. I really do. And then you get Tom Holland, who they kind of tell his story very differently. And I like that too. Three very different Spider-Mans. And I like the way that they did it. So I'm very excited to see Pedro Pascal as Reed Richards. I hope he does a great job. I think the concern would be with his very busy schedule, how involved would he be in the MCU going forward? Because I feel like the Fantastic Four are going to be in Secret Wars. And they probably have to have him locked up for that, too. So just because he's such a big name actor right now, I'm curious to see how involved he is with the MCU. Because you got guys like Robert Downey Jr. who spent years in the MCU. I'm not sure Pedro Pascal wants to go on that path. But then again, being in the MCU gets you a lot of recognition. It really does. Being in these big roles, you can really make a name for yourself and just get bigger in general. But I like the role. For Pedro Pascal, I like it, and I'm very excited to see how he does in this role. So, I like it. For Sue Storm, I believe that's what her name is. Oh my goodness, I hope. If I butchered that, I am sorry. But, Vanessa Kirby is playing the role. She has been in multiple things lately. I think I can pull up the names right now. Nope, I don't get the names right up. So, Vanessa Kirby has been in a lot of things that I've seen lately. Most recently in the Mission Impossible movie, Dead Reckoning Part 1, she was in uh, some other notable films. Napoleon she was in. She'll be in the new Mission Impossible film. Uh, Yes, she will play Sue Storm. I got the name right there, thankfully. I would have been yelled at severely if I got that wrong. Uh, She was in Hobbs and Shaw, the Fast and Furious spinoff. That was another one. Uh, she was also in Mission Impossible Fallout, too. So those were some of the biggest movies she was in on television. She was in The Crown. And I think she had a big role there. So that was probably her biggest role in TV. So good hire there, too. Uh, I'll get into my knowledge of the Fantastic Four later. But I like the casting here. And she's a very well-known actress. So great pick there. Next one. This one's interesting. This one's very Interesting, and I'm curious to see how this goes. So, for the role of Johnny Storm slash the Human Torch, this will be played by Joseph Quinn. So, if you have never heard of Joseph Quinn, let me tell you a little bit about him. So, he is most known for being in Stranger Things Season 4 as Eddie Munson. Gained a lot of recognition in that role, and... Great character, Eddie. He played it very well. Joseph Quinn did. So that's probably what you would most know him for. In movies, he doesn't have a big, uh, doesn't have a lot of acting credits for movies, but he's going to be in some coming up movies. A Quiet Place Day One. We're going to talk about that in a future Beyond the Dome episode. He's going to be in that. Uh, Gladiator 2, he's going to be in that. And then the Fantastic Four. So if you want to see more of Joseph Quinn, I recommend watching Stranger Things because he has a big role in that. I like the role. It's cool that he's getting a big role like this. Very happy for him, too. He's only 30 years old as well. Actually, 
Wikipedia has him either 29 or 30. His date, his birthday is unconfirmed on Wikipedia, but it should be nice. I think it's a great opportunity for him. Like I said earlier, being in the MCU can kind of get you a lot of recognition. So I think if he does very good here, uh, this could be big for his career in general. So I like it. I very curious to see how he does with the role. Final main casting role. This one, I'm looking for it. This one goes to The Thing for the role of Ben Grimm slash The Thing. And this role goes to Eben Moss Backratch. Oh my goodness, I hope I did not pronounce that wrong. Backratch. I hope that's it. But Eben Moss Backratch. We're going to go with that if I mispronounce. If I mispronounce his name, I apologize. He is most known for his role as Richie in the comedy slash drama The Bear, which has gone a lot of reviews. It's got a lot of critical acclaim. It's won a lot of awards during this awards cycle. So definitely check out The Bear. It's a great show from what I've heard, and I plan to watch it very soon. But that's what he's most known for. So he's also appeared in the first series of Andor as well. Great show there. Uh, He also, so he had a role in the MCU, but not the MCU you would think of. He played Micra in the first season of The Punisher. So that was kind of Netflix Marvel back then. So he played that in The Punisher and now he is playing the thing in Fantastic Force. Other things he's done. He's been acting for a while, actually. He's going to be in the movie Dust. In, that's in post-production. Using No Hard Feelings. Another movie I saw. Uh, nothing else big that I could see. In TV, The Bear is his big one. He was in The Dropout as well. And The Punisher. And also Andor, too. So... That's what he's most known for. I don't know him personally. I don't really remember him from Andor. I'm going to have to look back at him now. He's 46 from Massachusetts. Uh, I've heard a lot of great things, though. He got a lot of acclaim for his role in The Bear, and that show's got a lot of acclaim. So I trust him. I trust him in this role. I think it is a good hire. But let's talk about the movie real quick. So we got the big four. We got the big four for the Fantastic Four. I'm very excited for that. I think these are all great casting picks, and I think it's going to be very well. So, a little history with the Fantastic Four movies. So, if you don't know, Reed Richards, he he's the big stretchy guy. And then you got Sue Storm. And then you got the Thing. He's almost like the Hulk in a way. Johnny Storm can turn on fire. And so the first big movie in a sense, came out in 2005 called Fantastic Four. And this starred... So who played it in these days? So Ion Grufford played Reed Richards. Jessica Album, Alba played Sue Storm. Chris Evans. So Chris Evans, who eventually became Captain America, he played Johnny Storm slash the Human Torch back then. And Michael Chiklis played The Thing. So those were the original actors and in this movie dr doom was the main villain in this one and it seemed it got generally negative reviews from critics 
grossed a decent amount. So it was a box office success, this movie. I have not seen this movie in so long. So I don't remember this movie all that well. So I'm just giving you a history lesson at this point. I don't have a lot of history of watching these Fantastic Four movies. So at this point, I'm just going to give you a nice history lesson. So after that movie in 2005, the next Fantastic Four movie came out called Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer in 2007. And quick shout out to Jordan Schiller, who was on the last episode of Beyond a Dome. He loves the Silver Surfer. That is one of his favorite characters in the whole superhero genre. Uh, same cast for the big four roles. And Doctor Doom came back as the villain. And Silver Surfer was in this one as well. This movie grows slightly less than the last movie. And it got mixed reviews from critics. And a third film... a blah, a third film was planned, but it was ultimately canceled, and the series was rebooted in 2015. And here we go. So that previous movie there was in 2007. Here comes the reboot in 2015 called Fantastic Four, the same name as the 2005 movie. And this movie I am pulling up right now. So let's get to the cast first of this one. New cast here. New Fantastic Four cast. Miles Teller played Reed Richards, and he's been in a lot of things lately. Top Gun Maverick, among others. Um, so he played Reed Richards. Michael B. Jordan, another big name actor right there. Most known for now in Creed. He played Killmonger later, but he played Johnny Storm slash The Human Torch in this one. Kate Mara played Sue Storm. And... I didn't say her powers earlier. She can become invisible, invisible and generate force fields. So that's her power. And Jamie Bell played the thing. So that was the cast of that movie. And Dr. Doom was the villain again, it looks like. Uh, Dr. Doom is in this movie. So that happened. And this movie did not do so well. Only made $167.9 million. It got panned. By critics, it was woefully misguided without the humor, joy, or colorful thrills found in the source material. It is often ranked among the worst superhero movies ever made. Whew, so the Fantastic Four not doing so well in 2015. And that was the last Fantastic Four movie. So it has been, it will be 10 years later. This new one comes out, 2025. This one will drop in. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be very exciting. This movie is called The Fantastic Four with a the at the beginning. It will drop in 2025, July 25th, 2025, as part of Phase 6 in the MCU. Whew. We got there. So we got our new cast, the third big cast right here. And I'm excited for this movie. Just some general thoughts now. I'm excited. I think Marvel needs a big movie like this. We'll talk about Marvel in a second general. I think this could be a big one for them. Especially with the cast. Very beloved characters in general in Marvel. And it's going to be right around Secret Wars time, I think. Or I bet it's going to set up Secret Wars. Now, I'm curious. The past three movies, the main villains, Doctor Doom. Do they go Doctor Doom here? 
I would be shocked if he was the main villain again. I bet they're saving him for Secret Wars at this point. Unless they're still rolling with Kang the Conqueror. Which I don't know if they are anymore or not. They could pivot to Doctor Doom. So if they do pivot to Doctor Doom in Secret Wars. Then I could see them set him up in this movie. But I don't know if he's going to be the villain or not for this one. I think Galactus might be in this movie from what I've heard. But I wonder if they go for a different route for a villain. I'd be curious. But I bet this movie could set up Doctor Doom. If they want to use him in the future of the MCU. Because right now, King the Conqueror, I do not know how it's looking. I have not heard anything about it in a while, if they will recast him or move forward with a new plot. Because right now, the Kang Dynasty does not exist. It is just Avengers 5. So, I do not know what's going to happen there. But the MCU in general, I'm just going to, this is going to be a short episode. But the MCU in general, it's not bad. A lot of people like to hate on it. A lot of people like to say it's been dead since Endgame. But it's really been hit or miss for a lot of things. There's been a lot of hits in Phase 4 and 5. Spider-Man No Way Home, incredible. Absolutely incredible. Shang-Chi I loved. Doctor Strange was good for what it was. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 was great. Black Panther Wakanda Forever was great. Loki Season 1 and Season 2, some of my favorite TV I loved both the seasons. WandaVision at the very beginning was a great weekly TV show, even though I wasn't a big fan of the ending. But there's been some duds in a way. There hasn't been like a Marvel movie that I've hated. I've been disappointed by some. Thor Love and Thunder disappointed me a lot. I was very disappointed with that one. Eternals was a bit underwhelming. I think that would have worked. The story would have worked better as a TV show. But what else happened? The Marvels was all right. It's got a lot of flaws. That was the most recent one. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania obviously means less now because Jonathan Majors, but he was probably the best part of that movie. It was okay. It was okay. I haven't hated any Marvel movies lately. The TV shows, though. Some of them really underwhelm me, like She-Hulk, Echo. We reviewed that on Beyond the Dome. Check that out. Uh, Ms. Marvel was kind of underwhelming in the second half. The TV shows have kind of struggled lately, and I don't know what TV show is coming out next. I don't know if I want to know, but at least the movies, they've been kind of hit or miss lately. And not really like a bad miss, just underwhelming miss. So Deadpool is the only thing coming out this year. Deadpool and Wolverine, I should say. Trailer came out. We're going to talk about it at the end of the week, I believe. So check that out. I believe Saturday, but that movie's kind of got to do good to bring some people back in because normally it could be like, oh, the online people don't like the MCU. It's okay. It still does well in the box office. But recently, though, the box office hasn't been so friendly to superhero movies. The Marvels did not do very well. Ant-Man and Mania barely did enough. It's been struggling a little bit. The movies. It has been struggling. Guardians did very well, though. So I think Guardians proves that it's not just superhero movies are dying. It's people will watch the movies if they are good. If they have good stories, compelling characters. Guardians proved it. Guardians 3 made very similar numbers to 2 and 1. So I think word of mouth also is a big deal with it. People say the Marvel sucks then less people are going to watch it. 
I think that's very evident. Same with Ant-Man and Mania. After the first week, people didn't like it, so less people saw it the second week. Therefore, it was average in the box office. So I think Deadpool is going to have to do very well. I think it will. It's already the most watched trailer in MCU history. So that's a big sign. But I think it's going to do well, and I hopefully it brings more people back in because I'm excited for what Marvel has to come in a way. I'm very excited for Fantastic Four. I think this could be a big movie for Marvel. Uh, I think the Thunderbolts is going to drop before that. It's kind of like the MCU's version of the Suicide Squad. So that's going to drop, I believe, in May. And then Fantastic Four drops in July. So those are going to be very big movies for the MCU. It really is. And I hope for the best because I am skeptical a bit of the endgame of this saga just because of the Kang the Conqueror stuff. I hope they keep the character going. I really hope they do because I don't want them to like pivot. I feel like once you start pivoting off of the original plan, then you just get some messy stuff. Just look at Star Wars 7, 8, and 9. Very messy when they started to change plans. So I hope they don't change plans here. They set up a lot of nice things with Kang. I hope they roll with it. And I hope that Fantastic Four does very well for Marvel. So, final thing that's interesting with this movie. It is dropping in the same month as Superman Legacy, which is the first movie in the DCU, the rebooted DC Universe. So, there's going to be some competition there, some superhero competition. Curious to see how that plays out. Superman versus Fantastic Four. 2025 could be a great year for superhero movies. It could be a great year with... It's going to be a great year for Marvel, I think. I think they're going to really turn it around. And then I'd like to see what James Gunn does with the DCU as well. Superman Legacy should be a big movie as well. So there might be a little Barbenheimer Part 2. Though I don't think they drop on the same weekend. But it'll be interesting to see how they do in the box office. It'll be interesting to see how Fantastic Four does. Because like I said earlier, the first two movies only made like $300 million which is not really up to MCU standards. MCU standards are usually hovering around the billion mark, either a little under or a little over. But I'm excited. I'm very excited. I hope it does very well. I'm really hoping it does. I'm very excited for this movie and the casting, which is what this episode is about. I like the casting. I like Pedro Pascal. He's one of my favorite actors. So I think he's going to nail it. Vanessa Kirby and the rest of the cast is going to do well. And I'm curious to see what the rest of the cast is going to look like too. Who the main villain is going to be. That will be another interesting discussion. So definitely it's going to be big news. And we will be covering it on Beyond the Dome. So definitely stay tuned. But that's going to do it for this episode. It's going to be a nice short and sweet one since it is just me here. So thank you all for listening to this. Uh, our next episode is going to most likely drop on Saturday. Where we discuss... The trailers that dropped during the Super Bowl. So we'll probably talk about Deadpool there and some other movies as well. Quiet Plays Day One, which uh blanking on his name already. Joseph Quinn, I believe it is. Yes, Joseph Quinn. He will be in a Quiet Place Day One as well. And so we'll talk about the trailers like that on Saturday. And then Sunday, we are going to review Madam Webb. Our next movie review. We probably would have had it out earlier, but 
I was very busy this week, same as Carlin. So we can't have like an instant review before the weekend because I probably would have seen it tonight as I'm recording this and dropped it on Thursday, but I was very busy. I could not see the movie. Carlin and I, we are seeing it Saturday. We are going to drop a review on Sunday, non-spoiler review, followed by a spoiler discussion after that. So check that out on Sunday. So that's the rest of the week for Beyond the Dome. You can follow us on our social medias, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. I believe Carlin made a TikTok of the Fantastic Four News. So if you want to hear some of his thoughts on the casting, definitely check out our TikTok and hear his thoughts there. But you can find all those links in all of our podcast platforms in our link in bio. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Overcast, go to the podcast website and click the link in bio there. But it's an exciting time for superheroes. And we're probably going to get more news from Fantastic Four soon. So I am very excited. And stay tuned for the rest of the week on Beyond the Dome. But I am John Dodaro. Have a great day, everybody. And see you next time on Beyond the Dome.